Uh, just a quick introduction in case you came in a little bit after my first introduction. I'm just happen to be a guy who loves God, serves in this church, been around here since about 1994, connected with Pastor Mark, and then uh, they, he introduced me to my wife when she was their children's minister out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So if you were here when Pastor Chris was here on a Sunday, uh, Jenny's boss was Pastor Mark and Pastor Chris. Yeah, and now she's my boss. Just kidding, just kidding. I was going to say the opposite, but that would be rude. All right. Okay. Well, Pastor Mark and, uh, Pastor, Mark and Pastor Pamela are out in uh, Minnesota at a at a minister's conference with Keith Hershey. And I just want to let you, yeah, so they're going to come back all refreshed and fired up and as he's already been, man, that, if you were here on Sunday, whoo, he's, yeah, he's preaching really, really well. So um, anyways, let's pray real quick. Heavenly Father, thank you. We can, man, we can just have a fun time. We can have a great time in you. I mean, I didn't get saved to be bummed out. I got saved so I could swing from some chandeliers, Lord. And uh, so that joy, that joy on the inside is our strength. So Lord, as we begin to share tonight about that strength that we have in you, I just pray that you just really touch people's hearts in a really unique way tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so if I were to have a title, it would just be, uh, Those that hope in the Lord shall not be disappointed. You're not going to be... I just, something resonated in me, like if you're standing on some promises and it doesn't look like things are really improving significantly in the last week and a half, hang on, help is on the way, don't quit, don't give up, don't give in to the emotions, don't give in to doubt, don't give in to fear, just stand your ground and believe. If thou canst believe, Jesus said, all things are possible. Anything, any mountain you're facing right now, any test you have in your life right now, just really, I want to encourage you, stand your ground and you're going to see great change. Great things are happening in our lives. Would you say this with me? Say great things are occurring right now. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's, faith is now. Faith is now. Faith is present tense, okay? Now, we need hope. We need hope. That's like, hey, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. You know, you come alongside somebody, you know, they're a little bit depressed maybe, and you're like, it's going to get better. And you give them a little encouragement, some hope. It, it's not going to always be this bad. God's working in your circumstances. He's bringing you through it. You're going to stand on the other side of the sea. You just believe, okay? Just believe. If I were to encourage you tonight, just believe. Oh, you're not going to be disappointed. The Lord is not, oh, he is not going to let you down. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a son of man that he should change his mind or repent. Hath God said and shall he not do it or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? There have been so many times in my life that I've faced problems. Anyone here facing a problem now or faced a problem before? It's kind of common to all of us that we face troubles. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all or through them all. The Lord, every affliction, and there's been times it didn't seem like anything was going right, but I just stood on a few scriptures 
And I stood my ground and God brought me through. Oh, man. And it gets better and better and better. The, the longer you stay in the things of God, the better and the brighter it gets. You know, so many of us are tempted to give up and to quit, to throw in the towel. But I'm here to encourage you tonight, don't quit. God is, the manifestation is on the way. Your miracle is in motion. Your miracle is coming. Your miracle is now. It is here now. Just believe. Stand your ground. Don't quit. Don't give up. Man, sorry, I didn't mean to move like that. All right, so let's turn over to Galatians chapter 6. Just trying to get this thing fired up here. Okay, folks. I used to go down to the Gospel Center Rescue Mission and preach a lot to a bunch of guys that were strung out, trying to recover, trying to get out of their mess that they've created in their finances and their health and their marriage and their relationships with their family, all because of some kind of an addiction. And you know, a lot of them would end up going in a circle and going around and around and around again and just keep on going back to that substance that they abused that caused them to really struggle in so many areas of their life. And, and what I would bring to them is, don't quit. You got to stick it out a while. Give God time to work in your life, okay? It takes us a little while to get into some situations, whether it's through our own choices that we make or whether it's through the choices of other people that we really didn't want to happen. There are things that happen in all our lives that aren't all that great. See, the Bible says that the thief cometh not. There is a devil. I mean, if you're being attacked in your finances, I encourage you, stand your ground, point your finger and say, no, no, you didn't, Mr. Devil. You, no, my God shall supply all of my need according. And you know what? Don't just, just stick it out. Stick it out. If you get anything, stick with it. Don't quit. Don't give up. God is not going to disappoint you. He's not going to let you down. So stick it out. You got to outlast the devil sometimes. He's going to see if you mean business or if you're all talk. Okay. All right. So I'll turn to Galatians chapter six in the Amplified Bible. How many of you have been tempted to quit recently, whether it's like, man, my job is so hard, it's so difficult, I can't believe how bad it is. And it's like, I liked it when I was in this other job, it was a little easier, a little less stressful. But I tell you what, I'm with all of you, I'm with it, I'm sticking with it, even if it hurts, even if it's a long-lasting problem, I'm coming out on the other side of that mountain and it's going to be better and it's going to be brighter and it's going to be, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to have greater success. And the devil's just seeing if, I, if I'm made tough or if I'm just going to back off because the breakthrough is coming. Money cometh to you. If you're broke, if you're having a hard time making ends meet, I tell you what, you're in the right place to learn how to believe God and to receive, receive. See, God's not a stingy tightwad. He really loves us. He really cares for us and he wants us to have a better quality of life. 
than we are currently having. Why not believe for a better quality of life? I don't want to be broke, barely making it, and looking at the bank account and saying, what am I going to do? I've been there looking at the bank account, but then I would just get there and look at the word. And don't quit. Lord, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen the right. I've never seen you let me down. And Lord, yeah, it's just getting better. It's just getting better. It's just getting better. That's faith. Would you say that with me? Say, it's just getting better. Better. I don't know if that's a word, but I like it. It's getting better and better. Might as well. Who wants to hang around with a bunch of burned out, bummed out, discouraged, depressed Christians? I do. (laughs) That's my crowd. No, my crowd is full of joy. I'm full of joy and I've got the victory. Are you? I'm full of joy and I've got the victory now. Nothing but nothing, nothing can keep me down. Nothing can make me sad or wear a frown. I'm full of joy. And I've got, I've got it. I've got it. Do you got it? We got it. We got it on the inside first. Faith is of the heart. It's not a feeling. I like the feelings. How many of you like the feelings? I've run around this church before. And I felt something and I jumped and the power of God hit me and I went down. Whoo, I like it. And I got something that went with me, a deposit. Okay, so we love the shouting. We love the jumping. We love it all. But man, what to do when it doesn't seem like anything's changing? You say, you know, God, you're the same God yesterday, today and forever. You have not changed. You're the same. I can count on you. Just like that song said, you're the God of Moses. You split the sea. You're opening the sea in front of me. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. I tell you what, it's worth it to stick with it. Whatever it is you're going through, maybe you have a situation that you have a child or a grandchild and you're concerned about them. You're concerned about the decisions they're making. They're out there in the world. They're struggling. You know that they're bound up. You keep believing. Don't quit. You praying grandma, you keep going after it in the spirit and they're coming back. Every single prodigal child is coming home to the Lord. I'm, I'm declaring that right now. Every kid, every kid. Devil, you can't have my kid. Devil, you can't have my, my family. You can't have my health. You can't have my finances. You can't have my business. You cannot have anything because I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. More than a conqueror through him who loves me. That's faith in action. Faith in action gets results. You might have a little bit of mustard seed faith right now. Doesn't seem like much. You can barely like peep out a scripture out your mouth. God hasn't given me a spirit of 
fear. But if you'll keep speaking it, you'll get more and more. That'll build up on the inside until you're a powerhouse. You're a powerhouse. I don't know about you. I'm looking at some powerhouses here tonight in Jesus' name. You, greater is he that is within you. You may feel weak. You may be going through some discouraging situations that make you feel like doubting things. But there is something on the inside of you that's greater than anything that's in the world. Okay? Let's believe. Let's beat the devil's head down. He's such a liar. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get excited. He is such a jerk. Lying to our kids, lying to our nation through the media, telling us how bad we are. I think, you know what? Mm. We are a people belonging to the Lord. We really are. So let's like listen to the word more and not listen to the news so much, okay? Can we do that? I know, I don't think I checked the news today, and I was like, I was tempted to on the way here, and I'm like, well, that's just going to clog everything up, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, I didn't, thankfully, and I like to know what's going on in the world, but if we spend too much time meditating in that instead of the Word of God, that's what's going to become the controlling factor in our lives. And there are so many people we know that watch so much TV that they begin to allow the negative news to uh, uh, fill their hearts with, with doubt. And like, how is it ever going to get good for me? Well, don't listen to the world's news. Listen to the good news, the good news, the good news, the good news. And it takes effort. That's another thing I used to preach down there at the Gospel Center Rescue Mission. It takes some work to overcome your addiction. You're going to have to get after it. But we can turn away from all that noise. And I tell you, it is work. I'm going to put it out of my eye gate, my ear gate. I'm not going to let it all fill me until I'm just frustrated and wondering when's it all going to become World War III. Hmm? Hmm? And you know that's trying to come around. Just with all the stuff going on out there, but we are a believing group of people and we can hold back some things that the enemy would try to bring assignments against our country assignments against our nation to really harm our, our communities. No, we, we got to stand against this stuff. Stand, you praying group, come on, let's, every Tuesday, right? Tuesday morning? Oh, Monday. Come on out and pray. All right, you talk to that lady, she'll get you going. All right, so here in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, I'll just kind of try to keep going on this flow about don't quit, don't give up, don't faint, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. How do we build up that strength? How do we, how do we face our giants? How do we face big, bad, ugly problems that smell bad, look bad, and sound bad? Do you think David thought Goliath was a picture of beauty? He's like nine feet tall or something like that. Some crazy height, barking out threats to the people of God. And just say, come on down here and fight me. Come on down. Send somebody down here and fight me. Well, there was a lot of chickens in the camp that day. And for 40 days when they're standing against. But there was one guy who had been spending a little bit of time with God. Out on the backside of the wilderness with the sheep 
spending time writing songs, worshiping the Lord, learning about him, the Holy Ghost visiting him out there. And then when the test came, the anointing of God came upon David and he said, who are you to threaten my people? Who are you to threaten my nation, my people? Who are you? Little guy, 17 years old, went out there with a slingshot and a boldness that came from God and knocked down a giant and routed the enemy. But the people that know their God, says in Daniel, shall be strong and do exploits. Okay? Exploits. That means you're going to... You're going to get a better job mm-hmm. with better pay. I don't know who that is out there. You need a better job. You need better pay. You need a different source of income. It's coming. It's coming to you. You just believe. God hasn't run out of ways to bless his people. What do you have need of? What do we have need of? This stuff really does work, so just don't quit, Okay. All right. So here in verse nine in the Amplified, it says, and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. So don't quit giving when the money gets tight. It's just one example. Oh man, I tell you what, I would give and I would not know how the money was coming. But Lord, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna dare to believe you I'm going to dare to believe you. It doesn't in the natural. It doesn't look possible. It's difficult. But writing out the check and putting it in. And man, like that was back when 25 bucks was a lot of money to me. Okay. But that faithfulness, God, God watched it. And, and, and as you sow, as you give, it's given back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. God just wants to bless you so much. So don't quit. Don't give up when things get a little rough. Don't give up on your faith confessions. Okay, you keep speaking the word. How many of you go to work and you think, oh no, here, another day. Well, here we go, Lord. Here, I'm going. I'm faithful. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. But it's not about feeling. It's not. It's like there's a greater one on me on the inside. And I'll just say, I can do. Lord, today, I can do this through Christ who strengthens me. So I have the mind of Christ for the problems I'll face. I have inner strength for the people that will come and try to bring their problems to me and complain. I have strength today. I have strength today. We have strength today. We have strength for tomorrow. We have strength for this year. We have strength to finish our race. You see, we're kind of, I feel like we're, we're in a marathon, we're in a race, and we've got to kind of stick with it. Has anyone here run a 5K or a 10K or a half marathon or a, or a marathon? That was joyful, right? If you did. Hey, I'm on mile 20, feel like falling over. 
Felt like falling over at mile 12. But you know what? I'm almost there. Might as well keep going. Finish line. I'm, up, I'm about ready to cross that finish line. See, the body of Christ is about ready to finish that, cross that finish line. We know Jesus is returning. We know, we know, we know he's returning. So it's not a time to grow slack. It's not a time to turn back. It's time to keep pressing on till every battle is won. I don't know. Today, I just as I came here, I just sensed that some people needed to be strengthened, that they've been tested, that there's things going on that would make you want to quit. And I'm just here to let you know, you just stay in the word of God. Give God a little bit of time. Give him some faith. Get that faith in motion by speaking. And you'll see those miracles, signs, and wonders manifest in your life in very powerful ways. Okay, he's not a respecter of persons. He loves you. All right, we're getting there. It says, let us not faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time... And at the appointed season, we shall, we shall harvest. We're going we're gonna to receive. Can you, can you do that? I don't know. You guys don't say, can I receive? I receive it. I receive it. That's aggressive faith. There's people that come down at the altar sometimes, and they're just like, I receive everything you got for me, Lord. And they don't even, and man, God's just going to pour out a bucket of blessing on that person. I just receive it exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. In us, there's power working in you and it creates opportunity for God to move in very powerful ways in your life. It says, at the, uh, for in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and quit or faint. Okay, I don't know about you all, but I'm so glad I didn't quit. I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times I've been tempted to quit because things weren't working very well. And it was the enemy just attacking and attacking, especially in the area of finance and in the area of my career. And she's seen it and my daughter's seen it, but they've seen a, a real radical change. Why? Well, I just did my best to obey God. I did my best. I did my best. And he saw me and he blessed me and brought me into a real cool career with a lot more pay than I could have thought of or imagined. Hello? A lot more. No longer like paid and making it about a week and a half and then got to wait almost three weeks till the next payday because you're a teacher and teachers get paid once a month that was fun but no we just stuck with it we stuck with it you know got a little further education you know in, in our case get go to go to school and get a little more qualification so the doors will open for you all right so i don't know just take this however you need it. Take it however you need it. But I tell you what, let's stretch. Let's not sit by passively and wait for something to change. I'm waiting on God. 
Okay, Lord. Bring it. Thank you. I've been waiting here 28 years. Does this stuff work? You know, don't, I would, I would recommend us to not wait passively for things to change. So if you go to the gym and walk around it and look at all the equipment and say, gee, that looks cool. I bet you, I bet you that's a lot of weight. Huh. And you kind of do a couple laps around, walking around, checking all the equipment, and you leave. Did anything change? No, you had to put in some effort. You had to put in some time. You had to go in faith and believe that if I push some iron, I'm going to see some results. But it won't be instantaneous. It's not going to be in the first Two and a half weeks, I mean, things will change, but you won't see it on the outside at first. So things are changing the moment you believe. Things are changing now because many of you are in faith. And you get a little bit of hope stirred up in you. You get a little bit of faith stirred up in you. Things are changing. But then you got to stick with it a while and keep going back and just be consistent. And the outside will change. And pretty soon you're going to be popping out some muscles and people are going to be looking at you and saying, hmm, I see a real difference in your life. You used to be some angry person and now you got joy. And you you even smile once in a while. That's crazy. Because I knew you back then. You were crazy. Well, I got a little bit of Jesus working on the inside. Jesus on the inside working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. So that change is sometimes almost imperceptible. But as you keep going back, whether it's going to the gym, the real gym, or if you go to the Lord's gym, that change is happening. And you're gaining strength. Whether you feel it or not, you're getting better. Things are getting better. Things are getting stronger on the inside. And things are changing on the outside. And that's what real Christianity is about. It's like a change on the inside that begins to manifest on the outside. And see, the enemy wants to push us around and try to get us to be weak. And get us to cry and, and, and to complain a lot. And it's like, we can do that. There's a time and a season for trying to, really wrestling with some disturbing things that have happened in our lives. But then there comes a time, get up. Okay, it's time to get back in this race now because I've got a future that is so bright for you. So bright. If you only could get a hold of the thoughts that I have for you and your future and your life, you would just be so overjoyed. But the good news is is that as you get into his word and spend time with him, you begin to see out into the future what things can be like and what things are going to be like. And it is an adventure. It is an adventure. Being a Christian is a great adventure. And it is so much fun to be alive unto God, 
to be alive, to be alive. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which abideth or liveth forever. See, Jesus is on the inside of each, right? Jesus is on the inside. That's eternal life. We have everlasting life right now. It's not when you fall over. It's as you're walking through your day. Let's turn over to John 3.16. I'll prove it to you out of the word of God. Everlasting life. Okay. Now God isn't looking for a bunch of perfect people. Thank you, Lord. Because we know. But he's looking to perfect some people or improve upon the quality of our lives so that we become more Christ-like. We become a little bit more like Jesus. As he is, so are we in the world. As he is. Now, it's not all at once, but little by little. We grow little by little by little. But, you know, there's times you hit a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be in a phase where you're growing really quickly in the Lord. It's like, bam, manifestations of just revelation as you're hanging with him and you're, in, you're like in the glory cloud and you got this glow and people, whoo, what's going on with Steve? <laughs> that guy, man, there's a glow about you all the time, uh, most of the time. <laughs> and... <laughs> But I tell you what, there's growth spurts, so you can, you can be cruising along in, in this babyhood state of your spiritual walk, but man, you can hit some teenage years and poof, look out, that guy's going out into the highways and the byways and preaching now, and he's laying hands on people and he's getting a word of knowledge for someone, and that's the gifts of the Spirit are in operation. Whew, I kind of want to hang out with somebody. What are you doing? Well, I'm just hanging out with God. Spending some time with him, and so the Lord is using you now. It's not all like baby taking in, taking in, taking in, but as we get older in the Lord, we begin to give out. We give out. We give out. And so how does that come? As we spend time alone with the Lord, as we, as we learn, as we grow, as we develop in him, it just gets better. Anybody testify to that? All right. All right. So we were turning over to John 3.16. We were talking a little bit about eternal life because that Zoe, the God kind of life, is, it's like for the full development of man. It's, it's this, uh, the Zoe of God lives in you. When you receive Jesus into your life, that's like mm, pulsating power. Oh, yeah. I got Jesus, you know. Before I got saved, I was a, well, a mess. I had zero concept of God. I was separated from the life of God. I didn't even know there really was a God. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So nobody was really telling me much about this stuff. And then I just grew up a heathen. Hello. Just sinning like everybody else I was hanging with. But when I got born again... Something changed on the inside. But it, it's not supposed to stop at just getting saved, okay? We don't want to stop. We want to keep pressing in, press in, press in, press in. Get more of God. Get more of his word in you. Get more of his results in your life. Get better health in your 
relationships and in your career. I mean, this word has helped me with being a a good employee. It's helped me to get promoted. I mean, because I just did the word. Just do the word. Go the extra mile. Jesus said that. What does that mean? Well, do a little extra. Don't like go dragging in five minutes after you're supposed to be there. Hey, how's things going here today? What's going on? It's like, well, if you got here a little earlier, I could have briefed you on what's happening so we could really, really do something great here with our students. Okay? Man, go the extra mile. Stay a little later. Help that coworker a little more. Be conscientious. Ask your boss, is there anything else that I could possibly help you with? Is there something that you need me to do? I'd be happy to help. That's the kind of person that gets promoted. These are all principles in the Word of God. Did I learn it uh, on my own? No, I had to get in the Word. I had to listen to Pastor Mark. I had to listen to some teaching tapes. I had to listen to some stuff. But I was like, I'm going to do that. Let's do that. And promotion came. Increase came. Results came for whatever it is you need. All right. I got to hurry up. Sorry, we got to hit this everlasting life thing. I'm trying to get you excited about going to heaven now, okay? Oh, no. It's kind of a bummer. No. But it's real and it's heaven. It abides in us when we're saved. I mean, we don't have to wait, we can just enjoy. Heaven on earth, heaven on earth, everlasting life. So here it is. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. He's a bad guy. God, no, he isn't. He sent his only begotten son. And the devil's out there saying, well, if God was so great, why is there so much suffering? Unfortunately, you can go back into uh, the book of Genesis and read a little bit about the curse that came as a result of disobedience. But man, we don't live under that curse, do we? We don't live under the curse of, or the penalty of, of sin any longer, We've been born again. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. So I tell you what, wherever you need a change, wherever you need some improvement in your life, start studying along that line. Whether it's finances, lots of scriptures in the book of Proverbs. Maybe you're struggling with a perplexing problem in your life and you don't know how it's ever going to resolve Go over to Psalm and and study about David. He struggled a lot. He's like, why is this guy coming after me to kill me when I was anointed king? But, you know, it's because there is an assignment on your life, David, and the devil's trying to take you out. And through faith, he was raised up. Was he not? All right, so it's through faith that we're raised up. I don't know about you, but man, I was... mm, I was just some dude, man, and just didn't have much future. 
just, I had no idea of how to build a career. I had no idea about how to just live in life. None. But the Lord took me step by step by step by step. Every step was a miracle. And yeah, I started out like kind of like this backwoods. I don't know what I was, but I wasn't a winner. I, I definitely wasn't. I wasn't set up for success. Didn't have a trust fund. None of that. But who does? God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Okay, we're a bunch of winners up in here. You are a winner. You are an awesome individual. You have a great, bright, wonderful future. All the promises of God in him are yes and amen. Take the promises. If you don't know, like, my future, what's it going to be like, Lord? Then go over to Jeremiah 29, 11, And you just see, for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. I stood on that scripture so many times when it didn't seem like there was any hope. But man, there is hope for the person that will believe. There is hope in the house tonight. All right. All right. Well, I think we should pray and just invite the Lord into our lives again afresh. You know, talks about in the Bible, it says, though our outward man or our body is perishing or getting older, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. Day by day. We need renewal of strength daily. We need strength to face the challenges that we see in our society. It can be really discouraging otherwise. So let's take strength and let's just pray really quickly out loud. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you. You sent your son, Jesus, to die for me so that I could live for you. Lord, come into my heart anew and afresh. Strengthen me. Encourage me. Launch me out into a powerful place in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I tell you what, we need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost from time to time. I think we need it just about every day. All right? Fresh and renewal. Renewal. Renewal, renewal, renewal of energy. Lord, I pray for your people. Lord, renew, strengthen your people like the eagle. Strengthen physical bodies, Lord, where there's health. Strengthen them in their cells and in their sinews, in their cartilage, Lord, in their back, in their bones, Lord, that you would revive and freshen and quicken their mortal bodies by your spirit. Lord, renew us. Give us imaginations and thoughts that are so big they blow us away. Lord, give us new, fresh revelation of Jesus. A fresh touch from heaven belongs to us and we receive it right now by faith in Jesus' mighty name. All right. Um. 
We're going to, man, over in Romans, I just kind of quote this in most, I know we got a lot of believers here, but you know, I do believe that John three sixteen. you know, maybe you're here and yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how good Jesus was. You know, I just been listening to stuff that says he's a fairy tale that he, yeah, he was just one of many, you know, uh, that came along claiming to be a son of God. No, he is the one true God. He truly is. And uh, so let's, let's go out and proclaim and just live the life, okay? So in Romans chapter 10 and verse, uh, here we go. It says in verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. And that goes back, I wanted some of you to know that if you... Those that wait upon the Lord will not be ashamed. They're not going to be disappointed. You're not, God is, you, you might be out there and just on the cutting edge of faith and you don't know how it's coming or where it's coming from and you don't know when it's coming, but you just still believe because it's already in motion and that faith is moving mountains. That faith is moving obstacles. That faith is moving barriers to your success. So you just keep on believing, okay? Let's keep on believing in Jesus' name.